This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, my talkers, we're hanging out with Lori and Julia in studio here at My Talk 1071. One more day till we head to a remote studio at Showplace Icon Theaters for the week. And we're going to have some fun filming along the way. But guess what, you guys? We've got more Lori and Julia heads. So sit back and enjoy the show. We want to thank Anonymous, Linda, Brian, Bradford. Oh, the people donating? Yes. Hey. Patricia, thank you everybody for your donations really helps. We're donating for the Alexander House. And um, all the information is on the MyTalk um, page. We started our project down in Dirty today. We started filming. Everyone, I think, is... Sundance, here we come. Oh, right. Mm. Lori's Sundance <laughs> Film Festival, here we come. Oh, good Lord. Mm. Look at you. Look at you. But anyway, thank you for your donations. Every bit helps. Yeah, but I mean, really, people are going to be shocked. At you know, you're so funny, Lori. I, I really do think that they I, are. I feel very confident. Mm-hmm. I, I do too. Love you guys uh-huh. for this. after watching you guys today, this is gonna oh, be funnier than hell. It's really gonna be good. I think it is. I do too. I love it. I do too. And it was born at the Blues Fest. Lori, stop giving people ideas. I'm not just the idea, just a little nugget. Having a room next door to a friend that you haven't seen in forever. That's all. A conversation struck up a great thing. That's right. Okay, I want to give you this Barbara Streisand news. So, um, okay, so a series of the years 1962. Okay. Barbara Streisand is yep. 20 years old. Mm-hmm. She's performing at a nightclub in Greenwich Village called Bonsoir. Mm-hmm. And so she performed there three nights in a row. Mm-hmm. And these performances uh, have been remastered and Aww. will be released this fall. And it's called Barbara Streisand Life Live at the Bonsoir. And it features songs from this three-night stint she did there. The sessions led to her first record deal with Columbia Records. And, um, and they announced on Friday that the remastered sessions would be released on November 4th. So we have The Crown November 9th. We have Barbara Streisand November 4th. The performances were supposed to be her first album. But instead, many of the songs were redone in studio recordings and released as her Grammy-winning self-titled debut album in 1963. Streisand kept the recordings in her personal collection, and she approved the release after this engineer, Joachim van der Sog. Dutch, I'm assuming, Mm -hmm. (laughs) used technology to improve their quality. 
The nightclub's acoustics were never meant for professional recording, but modern techniques allowed Vandersog to separate her vocals from the instrument sounds, and the release will allow listeners to witness 20-year-old Streisand at the dawn of her unparalleled career. It'll be amazing. Her voice in those early recordings is so rich. It yes. just, and especially if they can remaster the other stuff. They've I, done I it. Love it's this. met and I love it, this. it's, it's, uh, Barbara, I love it. Yeah. I love this. And, uh, so yeah, so I thought you'd be kind of excited about that. And then, then of course, you know, um, you know, her album, her first album comes out, her self titled, you know, is it, was it just called Barbara? My name is Barbara. Yeah. 1963. And then, you know, she wins an Emmy in 1965 Mm -hmm. and, you know, she's just on, on a roll. She really was. She really came out Mm -hmm. of the gate. I kept reading when I was reading about the crown about is Charles going to experience the Streisand effect, but I never had a chance to Google what the Streisand effect is. Well, she got nervous in performing in front of people. I don't know if that's what the Streisand effect is, though. Maybe Grant will look what the Streisand effect is. That Um, would be great. Here we go. The Streisand effect is a phenomenon that occurs when an attempt to hide, remove, or censor... Nope, that's not it. That's That's what it is. That's what they're saying about this Prince Charles, you know, with the whole Diana thing. So censor information that has... uh, Unintended consequence or increasing awareness of that information, often via the internet. Yeah. And, you know, we don't it's see it in the crown, but, you know, Prince Charles and Barbara Streisand did have at least a fling when he came to the U.S., yes. like in the early 70s. Yes. They had a, and, you know, Charles was good looking. And I actually think the crown has been sympathetic towards Charles. Not this year, it sounds not, like. Not season no. four, it wasn't, because right. as the breakup happened, well, there's no way to be sympathetic to somebody who is that big of a dink to his there wife. There you go. You know, that's, there's, yep. you can't paint it any other way. Then the other thing coming from across the pond is Hillary Mantle unexpectedly died to, or died this weekend at 70. She is the British author Wolf Hall Bring up the bodies, mirror in the light. She had a stroke. She was one of Britain's most decorated novelists. I remember when Wolf Hall came out, she sold millions and millions of copies of books. I remember Donnie tried to get her for Wolf Hall. And, I have to look at the cover. Yeah, you might recognize it. I um, do. Mm-hmm. And uh, so um, the mirror in the light, he just, she does these sweeping sagas and stories and. She um, grew up in a busy Irish Catholic family, you know, probably a tough childhood. But um, anyway, she's Wolf Hall is about Cromwell, the son of a blacksmith who was Henry VIII's most trusted advisor. We see him in the Tudors, Cromwell. He's played by Mm -hmm. he's Mm -hmm. played by I want to say a handsome actor. I can't think of his name right now, but. Anyway, he be, Cromwell is the dominant figure in her trilogy. So, um, just a real. I've big, never read ever, ever, ever read one. They're okay. You know how we love Philippa Gregory, yeah, and how she writes her historical, historical thing. Fiction. Yep. Um, Hillary goes a little deeper. Okay, and so I found it to be. Um, yeah, never. A, a drier read than I like for my historical fiction. Okay. 
There we go. And I started Wolf Hall, and I hate to say it, but I left it yes. at a nice hotel in Maui. I believe you. Okay, so in a there, place there where were, someone else could enjoy so, it. I just couldn't we, finish it. Okay, but I she get had it. a stroke, and yes, she and was British, suffering a long time apparently from chronic pain. Yeah. So, but she was the, a very beloved author and sold a gazillion gazillion books so. wow all okay. right all right listen we, go. we come back uh, we've got random thoughts for you it's the show where sisters-in-law break down hollywood headlines like they were nuclear codes Lori and julia where talk is fun my talk 1071 everything entertainment you know i saw this story the other day Did you ever notice that you know sometimes i wonder what would happen if and now Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, you know how much fun we had going to Fashionopolis last Friday night? Very. Very fun. There's some other events I want to tell people about that are coming up that Give you can put on your calendar. Our friend Scott Mayer, who has done many things around the Twin Cities area. The IVs. IVs. Um, and we he's just puts on great events. He is putting on a adulthood goes to the prom. Oh, tell me about it's that. A week, it's a week from this Saturday at the Dayton's Project on the 12th floor at the downtown Minneapolis Dayton's. Um, it's from 8 to 12 p.m. So what's the date? Uh, Saturday, October 8th. Thank you. And it is a fun prom featuring a floral, you know, everyone dresses up like you're going to the prom. And there's going to be a full bar, live entertainment, a DJ, a floral photo wall, but just something different and fun. Yeah. And tickets are available at, um, you know, just go to the prom. I saw this on Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine, as well as Scott letting us know about it, so that if you're looking for something different. Yeah, something to do, like it'd be a good group date or something. Wouldn't that be fun? Mm -hmm. And Lori, Memories of Elvis, Elvis the Ultimate Tribute, um, Artist Spectacular is coming to Treasure Island. Do I mean it's three people that used to perform with them? Three renowned. This would be fun to take. take, Yes, to take people to it's Sunday March fifth. So that is going to be happening at Treasure Island. Sunday March fifth. Yeah, plan way ahead. All the way ahead. Plan way ahead. But tickets already went on sale today, and I feel like this will sell out. Spring break. Spring break for all the (laughs) slummers. Okay. Um, Fitness watches. Do you ever wear a tracker, Lori? You wouldn't, Grant. Yeah. I got one on right now. I think about it like you think about pickleball or a (laughs) Fitbit. You know, I just, it just goes through my head and then luckily it just leaves my head. And then I don't really think about it until I think about it again. And then I think about it and I don't do anything about it. I do. I find, okay, so I was playing tennis with Brittany on Sunday and um, I found like we were 20 minutes into it and I forgot to hit my workout part of my fitness app. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, damn. I mean, it still counts. not the same way though. And oh, so I was geez. just like, it's, it's, I like the foot tracking and I ran six miles when we played. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's fun to know that. Yeah. Um, so apparently there is a new study by BYU. It says wearing a fitness watch, it does increase your daily steps and doesn't pressure you. But for some reason, you don't even look at your watch, but you know that maybe you haven't reached it. So you try harder. And then with that, that great, seems like a duh. It is a duh. Yeah. But then, yeah. With, then with that news, we find out that Mister Watch himself, John Mayer, 
You know, he has a ginormous watch collection. Do you I know that? I did not know that he was called Mr. Watch. Yeah, big, yeah. big watch guy, apparently. He's huge. Yeah. He's, okay, but this is the first time I've oh, heard of yeah. it. Okay, well, I've read about his watches. I, I like watches. You've known this about I've known John this Mayer. about <laughs> I'm like, is this his nickname for his you-know-what, Mr. Watch? Hey-o. Hey-o. No. What no. time is it, ladies? I, we talk a lot about stuff, and I don't ever recall talking about I don't John tell Mayer's you watch. Because you don't like watches like uh, I do, right, so I would never right. even tell you this news. All right. And it's going over the same way. Like, I thought it would work. Okay, I didn't right. know he was Mr. Watch. Well, why do I care that he's Mr. Watch? I don't care about watches and fitness. I think about a tractor and say once think about pickleball. It goes in one ear and then I forget about it. I don't care. You just remember anyway, that pretty back well, to by the Mr. Way. Watch himself. Apple's new Alter watch he really likes. And I don't care about that, but this is a new watch that has a dive computer, um, a decibel siren, a depth gauge. So your watches can go I'm kind of addicted to this stupid thing that I never wanted, my Apple Watch. But he just, it has 36 hours of battery grant. But is that would he be diving? A big wow. No, is he, he just diving? says he loves this damn watch. Oh. And he doesn't, and he use, he wears the really expensive watches. So He's know. giving it high praise, which is pretty big. It's a pretty it's big, a big deal. deal for Apple. It sounds like an expensive watch. Seven ninety nine. dollars Probably for like the basic, I would imagine, too. It's and there you have cooler bands. Yeah, they have like some, you know, gold. And they have a bigger and... dial in case you're wearing gloves and climbing a mountain so you can push your little tracker. Anyway, I, I do like my dumb Apple Watch. And I used to see people around here for years. And I'm like, why would you ever wrist an ugly thing on your wrist? Mm-hmm. Well, you yeah. are. You have, you like a pretty watch. I, I like that. pretty watches. Yeah, you do. And I have some. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, I don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. Fitness, fitness. You want to know how you're doing. <laughs> I do. You're reporting to yourself. I and so, you're keeping track of yourself. Where are the emotions? Right. Where are my emotions? I, where isn't in a mood watch? Yeah, well, what well, is I don't going know that you could handle the truth of a mood watch. Oh, I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, John, is it Sienna? Cena. Cena. Wrestling. He was recognized by the Guinness Book of World Records. He, by far, grants the most wake up, make a wish. Oh, yeah. Grants. He has been one of the biggest supporters. Like, oh gosh, for kids. I mean, he one day like he sat at a hospital and would pretend to do like a photo shoot. So like these kids thought they were just going to come do like a photo. They got like a free gift, and then they were going to do a photo shoot with like a cardboard cutout John Cena. And then he would break through the wall behind it and be right there with the kids. I mean, this guy spends if he's not working on a film or wrestling, he is literally making wishes happen with every. He's a really really the closest guy. person for Make a Wish. That even comes close has done two hundred. There you wow. go. And wow. he just says, "I just drop everything. I can offer a fantastic experience. I'll be there. This is my duty." It's yeah, great. Nice. So isn't that cool? Mm-hmm. He seems like a good guy, right? Oh, he is. There, there has, there's not. I mean, obviously, you know, time will tell. But so far, the man seems like a Keanu I love Reeves. You. Time will tell. Well, you can never, you know, with these famous people, you get all hoped up about them, and then all of a sudden they let you down. But yeah, but, but no, that's he's a lot of appearances that's to be t- faking it. No, he's I not. I think no. so. I feel like if he was a fake. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the 
must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. He kind of a person, he wouldn't do it. No, he, he wouldn't do, do that it. many. Anyway. Him and Keanu Reeves are up there together mm-hmm. in the same group. Oh, I love it. All right, today is a major day in television history. These five, four, four shows launched today. Beverly Hillbillies, Gilligan's Island, Hawaii Five-0, and The Brady Bunch. So all of these shows, not the same years, but they were all, you still know about all these. Well, that's, this is peak when television used to release yes. when you had three networks. Yes. They would release like the third or fourth week in September. And we knew about everything. Yeah. So, oh, Those yeah. shared experiences. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Only person alive from Gilligan's Island is whom? Tina Louise. Mm-hmm. She's 88. Isn't she doing something too or something? She was just in the news last week. We talked about her yeah. somewhere. What did we do? Well, I talked about her because she was in The Stepford Wives. That's that was it. She was in the movie The Stepford Wives, which was going to launch her from TV to film star. There and she go. was really great in that movie. And we were talking about Stepford Wives yes. as it relates to Don't Worry Don't Darling. Because darling. they said it was Stepford Wife-ish. There you go. Mm-hmm. So she didn't do anything recent. We just and she didn't her. like to talk <laughs> about her light, her role as Ginger. She doesn't answer to Ginger. She was polar opposite of what Marianne was. Um, and Marianne told us that when she was on her show at the fair. She's she since gone, but Don Wells was on her show. And, you know, she wasn't doing it as shady no, or whatever. She just, she just said Ginger doesn't like to be reminded of, you know, Gilligan's Island. And whereas I'm like... It's, Bring it on. Yeah. It's who I am. It's what made me. Right. Okay, how fast do you think you could drive backwards? Uh, as fast as... Very fast. Like, how fast? I'm going to say I could maybe go maybe 15. I think there's a governor, so he could limit it, but I would say I could go probably 45, 30 at least. Not me. You could backwards. Oh, I, okay. I've driven my whole... I've done a... Tra- I, yeah. You've, oh, yeah. So, you know... Yeah. Okay, so there is a, a <laughs> racetrack in Kentucky. Scott Burner broke a Guinness world record when he drove a 2017 Corvette Stingray for one mile at for one mile at 70 over 75 miles wow. per hour. Oh my gosh, no way. That's some true hand eye coordination. No yeah, that's hand eye coordination right in there. Reverse. Yeah. yeah. I got to ask my dad about what happened at that NASCAR race yesterday. Oh, the oh. Fight. fist fight. A fist fight. <laughs> I got to have my dad break that down. Someone cut someone off and they just got out and punched I him. I don't I mean, think we see that though. So no. I, I'm going to find out for my dad who's watched NASCAR every you gotta Sunday love for the last, I don't know. The years. Ricky Bobby aspect of NASCAR is yeah. fun. When those teams, sometimes it's teammates that'll cut each other off and it'll spark the biggest fight in the world. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Well, so right. we'll have to ask the old uh, we'll zipper. We'll have to ask the zipper. Yeah. All right, you guys. All right, Grant. What's happening with the traffic? Yeah. Thanks for those random thoughts, Julia. And let's see what's going on. Welcome back, gang. Thanks for hanging out with us. We are delighted to have one of our favorite people back on with us, Shaletta Brun. Bundage, 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 and Shaletta, you are going to be doing something amazing next week with our friends at AARP about helping people know what we need to be worried about and thinking about with caregivers at the polls. You know, ladies, it's so good to to, to talk to y'all. Hey, sisters, you can go know your last name someday, (laughs) girl. You know what? You have messed my last name up for seventeen years. That's right. Why change it now? 
Yeah, because it's funny. Every every time it gets even funnier. Lori said it wrong too off the air. I said Brundage. You forgot the R. No, I know. <laughs> we just think of you as one word like Shaletta. share. Shaletta. I know it. You know what? We need to. Can I fix that? Is there a way to get that done? No kidding. <laughs> no kidding. Okay, tell us. Tell us about what you're doing with AARP. Okay, so um, I was at a caregiver um, retreat, an autism caregiver retreat, and it was a bunch of moms who have kids with special needs. Okay. And we were laughing and crying and comforting one another. And then somebody mentioned that um, early voting had started. Yes. Half of us didn't even know about it because we're so busy taking care of our kids with special needs that we haven't even, hadn't even came up for air. So I said, this would be a good time to put together a workshop to help caregivers understand what's at stake in this upcoming election. You know, what's on the ballot? How does it impact us? You know, which one of these politicians is is voting to make sure that the insurance covers our ABA and speech and alternative therapy? You know, which one of the politicians is is, is funding autism officer training? You know, who voted against these bills that that impact our families? Right. And, And so I said, you know, I'm I'm going to get some folks together and, and talk with my friends at AARP Minnesota. So it's October 5th from noon to 1.15. It's virtual. It's free. It's nonpartisan. And it's all about getting caregivers the information they need before they vote. That's just such a great idea because so many people have financial challenges with oh. giving care, you know. And is it is it for people of all ages, you know, helping it, your older parents, helping... Your spouses? It is. It is intergenerational because caregivers are folks who are taking care of their elderly father-in-law, who mm-hmm. are taking care of their parents, who are taking care of their young special needs kids, right. um, who are taking care of spouses. Mm-hmm. Um, this is for any and all caregivers because this is the thing. Most of us who are caregivers, we still got jobs. Right. We're right. still going to church. We're still out in the community, and then we have to come home and, and, and care for elderly loved ones or children with special needs. And so we don't have time to sit and watch the news. We don't have time to go online and read the paper. And, and so, like I said, I was at this retreat in Wisconsin with all these autism moms, and most of us didn't even know that early voting was started, what was on the ballot, what we were voting for. Right. And I thought, you know, I, I, it's really, I, I, need to, I need to make sure that, that fellow moms and dads like me who are caring for um, family members have an opportunity to understand what's at stake because you know when we want to fuss about why this therapy is not covered or why this isn't paid for with the insurance it starts with who you vote for and what their values are and what's important to them yeah it's so true and of course you don't know any of that until you find yourself in the situation of being a caregiver and 100 it's it is uh it is a overwhelming um situation yeah it, can it is be. and so folks can go to aarp.org slash mn and it's a workshop it's called caregivers at the polls and it's october the 5th from noon to 115 it's virtual it's free but you got to sign in to get the link it's aarp.org slash mn and it's specifically for 
caregiver. So if you are caring for somebody mm-hmm. in your family and you know the election is coming up, you want to make informed choices at the poll. Because a lot of times as caregivers, we don't feel like our voices are being heard. You know, we already know that kids with special needs and elderly folks are the last people anybody thinks about, uh-huh. and the folks behind them is us. Right. Right. <laughs> right. And that, just for people, just some, you know, that's next Wednesday from yeah. noon to one fifteen, and I'm on AARP.org slash MN, and who's on the cover but Shaletta, mm-hmm. and there's a nice Hi. video of you, but you're getting a lot of um, people who um, are experts in the different areas to make sure that we understand all parts of it. Uh, yes. parts of caregiving. Um, some folks from AARP, some, mm-hmm. some community leaders, some um, experts, some political folks um, who are political experts, not politicians right. running for office, because I don't have the answers. I'm going to be asking the questions, the same questions that these moms at this autism caregiver retreat were asking me, because, you know, folks think we in broadcast and we know a lot of stuff, sure. and they don't realize we don't know everything. No. And you're going to have health care like, executives and yes. people from all different ranges. I, this is, makes so much sense. And I think so it many does. people are going to be appreciative that you're doing this. Because like Lori said, you don't know until you don't know. Yeah. Right. yeah. And by the time you figure it out, Lori, it's too late. Mm-hmm. Hello? Yeah. Right. And you're stuck with whatever is happening. And this is a this is an important election, the midterms. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes people think, oh, they're not so important. But there's a lot of things at a local level that yes. impact state, your state. So it is important. And I was like with you, Shaletta, I didn't realize early voting happened Started last Friday, last week until yeah. our friend Brian Bradford, you know, tweeted a picture of myself early voting. I'm like, what? I didn't know that. Yeah, and and that's what we were saying. Okay, early voting is started, but what's on the ballot? Yes. Do we even know what's on the ballot? <laughs> yeah. And who do we need to be voting for? Y'all ladies know the one of the reasons that I left Texas and came to Minnesota is because of services. And some of the things that insurance covers here in Minnesota is not covered in Texas. Why? Because the politicians voted for it that way. Right. You know, when, um, you know, Philando Castile died, Andrew wrote a letter to the governor and said, I want to have some autism officer training because I'm afraid for my two younger brothers who can't talk and don't understand simple commands. Well, guess what? Somebody like a Carrie Dietzik reached back out to Andrew. She wasn't even the the subject of the letter, but she saw it as an op-ed and the spokesman recorder, and she pushed through a bill. It took four years to fund autism officer training for police departments. Mm -hmm. So we have to make sure as caregivers that we support those politicians, those elected officials, and vote for those measures that are going to support our family and make the quality of life better. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's Shaletta. so true. And and I love you that you're work, good, you, yeah. working with AARP we love Minnesota. AARP. They're they're always on top of everything and that's that seems like a great partnership with the two of you. Oh, it is. And they are so great and they were like, Shaletta, what do you want to say? Who do you want on this panel? We gotta have some of our people. You help us find some folks. You know, when you talk about caregivers, you know, we're not just talking about elderly family members. You know, all these moms that I was with in Wisconsin ladies, they all had kids with special needs and they were from all over um the state of Minnesota. And so, you know, I heard their concerns and, you know, some of the things that they were passionate about, but also some of the things that they were afraid about. And one of them was who's gonna be 
be making decisions about my family when I'm not in the room. Mm -hmm. And so it's so important that we elect people who will have our best interests at heart. So I'm asking everybody, aarp.org slash mn, if you have a child or a loved one with special needs, you're caring for an elderly parent, get on there, register, sign up so that you can be with us, so you can get the information you need to make the best decision for your family. And even if you're not, but it's something that you feel passionate about, you know, it would be a good way to educate yourself too in that way so you know i i i know i'm going to look at this and see what i can find out for my local the stuff that because i do have some we do have some uh city council races yes we do mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and you know these midterms that's when they sneak stuff in yes, yes. you know they know everybody is paying attention during the presidential election right. it's those midterms when we kind of blink or go to sleep or take a nap that all of a sudden measures and legislation gets passed that we never heard of we're like wait a minute why all of a sudden is uh my father-in-law's insurance um not covering this medication that he needs he's got dementia oh well yeah they vote yeah they're not going to be covering that what what? Yeah, right. Oh, our, thank you so much for doing this, Shaletta. You're oh, the best. What else is going What's on happening? with you? What's happening with the race car driver, Brandon? Oh, my God. The race car driver is so amazing. Brandon Brown, who is absolutely hot. He is so hot, ladies. Oh, my God. He is nice and he's hot. Um, he <laughs> calls to check on my son all the time, um, you know, and, and it's so sweet and it's so genuine. I just absolutely love it. Now, I have a super, super duper secret that I told Grant and it's burning a hole in my heart. Can I share it with y'all? And y'all got to I promise you won't tell anybody. Okay. No, no one's listening. Just, just the radio yeah. audience, okay? No. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I have a new children's book coming out on October the 14th for George Floyd's birthday. Oh. It's a children's book about George Floyd oh. called A Walk to the Store. Oh. Good to you. Shaletta, you're always just making everything into something positive and a way to remember. I love that about you. It's all for kiddos who are going through trauma mm-hmm. and how to encourage them. And the little girl, Judea Reynolds, Darnella Frazier's cousin, nine years old, her mom reached out to me and said, will you help her write her story? She wants to share what happened to her that day. That she went to the kids. store. Oh, she my gosh. saw it in real time. And so we worked together for two years, and the book is coming out in three weeks later. Oh, wow. All right. That is very, very cool. Well, I'm sure we'll talk to you soon then. We will. I told Grant he's going to have to have me back on the show. The publisher's going to kill me because she didn't want me to say nothing, but i got to tell my sisters, so I don't know what to tell her. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Shaletta. All right, again. Love you, ladies. Thank you so much. Caregivers at the poll, um, aarp.org backslash mn. When we come back, we'll Hollywood speak. So, Julia, I don't know if you had a chance to watch CBS Sunday Morning yesterday. I heard about it. Okay. From people who texted me, actually. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Gwyneth Paltrow oh. had this to say mm-hmm. as she sat down for her in-depth interview. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about her daughter, Apple, going off to college. And here's what she said. I know this sounds nuts, but it feels almost as profound as giving birth. She's so pretentious. Full of herself. Who says Princess that? Princess so pretentious. Wow. She's so full of wow. herself. I would say almost out of every, all of my friends, when our kids went to college, our kids were so ready to go to college halfway through their senior year. 
And we were too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it really was yeah. something um, that yeah. you're just ready. And the kids are she so wanting to get out of that. She to childbirth. She's, she's he has so to bring pret- it to her. She's, she, she's the princess of pretension. I would never, <laughs> ever think of that. say that or even think Ooh. that way. That's weird. Isn't it? Yeah, she's weird. I know. I, I know this sounds nuts. She's like, it's just, it's so profound. It's so it's about her. I guess that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's about, about your her. kids. My my apple's so excited to go off to school. She's going to meet a banana and a cherry. <laughs> They're her roommates. She's got raisin and and honeydew melon all on the same floor. It's going to be exciting. I'm just being mean, but I mean really, that is nutty. I know that's nutty. I know. And then she's uh, she was asked about her husband. And she said, he's completely my family, and I love him. And he would do anything for me. I would do anything for him. He would do anything for our kids. We really did commit to wanting our children to be as unscathed by the divorce as possible. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Again. <laughs> Again. That was so many years ago. And who cares? Right. Okay. Um, I mean, she can never... I know. She has to make it bigger. Like, we're these it's great examples. It's more example. profound for her. Right. Yeah. Right. No one, and then people go, I never thought of my kid going off to college as profound as giving birth not to him close. or her. Not even close. It is not even, even close. close. I know. Okay. It is not even close. All right. I knew you'd be able to oh, get gosh. your teeth into that one. Here's the headline. NBC loses about 750,000 viewers replacing Days of Our Lives with their new bland news hour that's a lot that's, that's a, lot. a lot of people that's a lot of eyeballs I, that's I, a lot of ad revenue that, gone i don't know it, it must have been really expensive to produce days it's of our on, lives no days of our lives is on peacock it just moved to peacock i don't know why they're getting rid of why do we we don't want to watch this much news it must be so cheap or something. I don't want to watch news that much. But they lost almost a That's million a viewers. That's really a lot. And I don't think that 750,000 are streaming Peacock. Because if I look at, like, my mom watches Young and the Restless. And yes. a friend of hers is a big Days of Our Lives fan. And she just was fit to be tied that this was going to Peacock. She's like, I don't even know what that is. Well, you know, I mean, but they're yes. in their 70s. And I know, but my... I, it's not that you can't have streaming, yeah. but how many streaming services and like if it's just a network show... Peacock's to, free. You have to sign up and it's a pain in the butt, but it's free. Right, but I'm, I'm just... It's a pain. I get it. No, yeah. I get it. It's not like just turning on 
NBC. <laughs> it's like our ABC and the Dancing with the Stars moving to that damn Disney. I'm you gotta watch it on Twitter. I'm so tempted to buy it, but I just I'm holding out. Aww. Yeah. Um, all right. This is funny. This is from page six. Um, people have been speculating about this for a while. Brad is not dating anybody. He and Emily Radikowski have been seen together a couple times. Okay, at a Vanity Fair party in 2020. That is the most, this this headline of all headlines, I thought someone's working overtime coming up with story ideas. How ridiculous. Yeah, then the source notes that Pitt has also been seen with other people. Well, I was too. This weekend I was seen, um, I was seen uh, in a bar and, and then I was seen with other people at, at a store. At Fashionopolis. At you were seen with a lot seen. of other people. That's right. You were photographed with people. I Are mean, you dating them? Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not right? doing it. And then the inside, the movie insider told page six, stay tuned. And I'm like, what, for the next made up Brad right. Pitt story? Right. Besides, they would have a terrible name. They'd have to be called Rat Pitt. <laughs> Radikowski, yeah, really, Brad Pitt. I don't have to be see, this is so made up it's scary to me yeah is the source of psychic stay tuned it's this one's very very made up okay um let's see uh this is kind of a good one Sylvester, Sylvester Stallone and his wife are quote-unquote slowly figuring things out after the reconciliation they never were separated <laughs> they are slowly figuring out how long it can be till they can go out in public again and like each other because people are kind of like, what was this BS? Everyone's on to him for the yeah, reality exactly. show. Everyone's on to him. Yeah. Waiting till that reality show. Okay. Uh, an insider close to Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen told the New York Post that the problems um, have nothing to do with his decision to return to the NFL. That's sexist to say that. Well, what and I think what they're saying is it's it puts the blame on her like she's mad at him that he's going back and doing what he wants to do. I think the problem is she wants to do what she wants to do now. She's in New York. She's working at fashion show. She wants to go back to work. She wants to live her life. Which she said he was going to she'd be able to do because he, he was tired. He was going to give her time. So it does have to do with football. It does. Yeah. Because I, I, that is the misleading headline because if you read down. The problems does. are not due to his decision to play football again. Sometimes things are on, are just more complicated. Uh, yeah. Things get complicated yes. when you tell your wife you're going to. Quit your day job and support and be her home. And, and her things. Yeah, and, and then and then you change your mind six late yeah. six weeks later and you go back to your day job. Mm-hmm. That's what he makes him distraught yesterday. <gasps> People, Grant. Yeah, he. I watched the end of that game. Yeah. So did I? He came back and did what he does best, yep. but then they made a bonehead penalty at the end. There. He was distraught through most of the game. There was a point in time where he came off the field and he had his helmet in his hand, and you could tell. He wanted to throw it. But weren't people messing it up? Well, yeah. I mean, he had a lot of Football. outside factors. But let's yeah. just focus on Tom Brady. Yeah. And he Giselle wasn't in the stands. No, yeah. I know. Just his kids. Yeah. And he br- his mom and the sister brings him. So he knew that Giselle wasn't there. And it was going to be another thing. And he begged her to go. And she wouldn't. She's like, darling, I've seen 7,750 <laughs> football games. And I don't like football. And I don't like football. And I, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I sexist is not the word for it. But um and speaking of his kids during this warm up, I don't know if you guys 
picked up on the Tom wore a shirt with one of his high school, high school yearbook book pictures. pictures on it. It's part of his new line of clothing that oh, he dropped. Oh, that's so lame. Yeah. Isn't that kind of sad? But It is, but you know how many Tom Brady fanatics will buy that shirt because it's got his high school picture on it? He'll make a million off of that shirt just by wearing that, that one game. But and, to wear, like, a guy, another sad. guy would wear another guy's shirt with his high school photo on it? Men wear other men's jerseys to uh, games well, all the time. But not with the picture. Yeah, no, The picture me. of the high school. I but mean. that's that whole barstool sports it thing. Is, it's yeah. it's it that is. young men, like, I want the weirdest approach to Tom Brady I can and put on a shirt and I'll okay, buy it. That's right. what that is. I just thought that was, um, you know, I'm like. It's uh, weird. It's not going to help him become a better husband. These. No, no, he's no. doing it for money, Lord. Yeah, okay. I mean, that's the face that looked like the face of a young man who knew he was going to be great. It's true. Lord, you're so funny. <laughs> Go Bucks. You're funny. <laughs> you're funny. All right. Can I give you Marilyn Marks, or do we have time? Yeah. yeah. Who's Marilyn Marks? And she's um, the other Marks. Meredith Marks from the Real Housewives of she's Salt Lake Marilyn. City. Yeah, she's Meredith. She's Marilyn's sister. Yeah. Okay, she says, why I'm still speaking to Jen Shaw after the guilty plea? Because Real Housewives of Salt Lake. Salt Lake. That's coming back. I think either Tuesday, Wednesday, next mm-hmm. week. Um, and she says, we're still speaking more than ever. She needs support. She needs support before she goes to jail. Mm-hmm. You can see a lot unfold and have much better level of understanding. Well, the the, she's one of the new from. housewives has been dragging her and said, you know... I, you know, dragging her about money and lying and going to jail soon. Clink, clink. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, gosh. she, she is, she's getting sentenced. She's going to, and she is going to jail. Mm-hmm. She's not going to be the first one. Teresa Judice has that crown. First housewife oh, to go to jail. Lord. All right, we'll be back after the break.